Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. We are back. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried, and joining me tonight for the first time in a little while is my lovely wife, Heather, a.k.a. Mom and Buried. Both of us Hello. are crushing it. Both of us are crushing it on Instagram. Um, unlike my other co-host, Pete, who does not have an Instagram account. He thinks he's cool. Right. He is the opposite of cool. If you're Heather's not following me, me, follow me on Instagram, right? Yeah, if, you, if you're Come not on. following Mom and Buried, you get kind of the sweeter side of the of the Buried clan, um, as well as a lot of shit talking about me, which I don't... Yeah. Actually, I do. I feel like I do shit talk myself a fair amount, um, but in a different way that you do. And there's certainly plenty of people who like to shit talk me in my comments and in my DMs, and I often share those. I, I think like, maybe yours is mo- more covert. Mine is not subtle. That's true. You're not a subtle person. Subtlety is not my strong suit. <laughs> it is true. It is not her strong suit, which is going to come in handy tonight because the episode is um, this parenting-related stuff your spouse or partner does that uh, drives you up the wall that you can't stand. That is crazy. Now, a lot of the responses I got were just flat-out marriage complaints. I've tried to narrow this down to just parenting complaints. Um, and I Okay, also- but wait, wait, wait. Can we have another, like, maybe two to three part episode of marriage complaints? Because I have thoughts. So, you know, that would be funny if I hadn't heard from 100 people saying that this should be a series. um, Because they have because I asked the question before I posed the question with which to gain get comments. I asked if there was going to be enough if people like the topic and if there was going to be enough material for it. And they're like, oh, my God, you can do like eight of these. Um, But I do want to narrow it down to just parenting related stuff, even though there's plenty of both. Also. When I first posed the question, I posed it in a kind of a gender specific way where I said, you know, um, is there anything you don't like that your your husband does or your wife does? And um, or, you know, stuff moms and dads do that pisses you off. And somebody was like, why does this got to be a gender thing? So I changed it to partner. Um, That's right. True. That was true. I did. I corrected it. I said, fair enough. Um, You know, this isn't about, you know, gender stereotypes or even. um, you know, mom, dad stereotypes. But then I got um, 9,000 comments from women bashing their their male <laughs> counterparts and about seven comments from men. So I didn't do it. You then people again, did it. To be fair, you have like an 80% female following since you are the token dad god of Instagram. Dad god. I'm not the token. There's tons of dads out there. Only one dad god. I appreciate You're that. You're the OG. How about that? It's- yeah, I'm not even the OG, but it's 78%. I say how to be a dad is probably the OG, how, but 78% was women. that? I said 80. So well, good. we've talked. Oh, please don't act like I haven't brought it up before. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that women are more vocal, at least more publicly vocal about um, the shortcomings of their partners, whereas uh, men, I think, are more likely to vent in private to their guy friends, right? And I don't have any guy friends, so I never, I never have a chance to bitch about you. Until tonight. That's, that's fair. You can just people on the street. Just give it a whirl. People um, on the street. You know what I think that, it. You know what I think that um, we get the benefit of doing sometimes is because we're both on Instagram, we have our individual accounts. We kind of like we might give each other shit, you know, which is a benefit that I feel like a lot of just straight up mom bloggers or dad bloggers. I don't think they tend to do that, and maybe because it's no. not, you know, it gives it a fun element. They whereas, do it. Meanwhile, they the mom, do it. 
but because their partner's not on there, it just seems passive aggressive. But because you and I are both on there and we often tag each other in the shit we give each other, it's a little bit more healthy. And, you know, we're entertaining people, bottom line. We are. We are. I'm entertaining myself like a shit ton. To I've got to say, though, I, I do think for the most part it's more fun to have feuds on Instagram than to actually have arguments like in our living room. Absolutely. I feel mm-hmm. like it might be our therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anything, you know, we may not be we may not be getting uh, the big bucks out of this, um, but we're certainly healing our relationship. Free therapy. One shit post at a time. And so um, tonight we're going to get some healing in. Woo! Who's excited? So recording this on Thursday night, um, uh, Pete wasn't able to do it this week. And last week he had some technical difficulties. Um, and we had a busy week this week. We had a meeting about trying to get our son into middle school in New York. It's like an application slash lottery system. It's like trying to get your kid into, you know, Princeton. Um, yeah, exactly. It's absurd. Ivy League. So that was our fun yeah. Wednesday night. Um, and now we're doing this tonight. So I'm hoping this comes out soon, Friday this weekend, but I'm not entirely sure yet. I don't you know, just think, little... no offense, I don't think anyone cares about that. But <laughs> well, offense, <laughs> moving on. Offense taken. Offense taken. We ha- I did get some wonderful messages this week um, after my little piece on Instagram about uh, my frustration with ADHD. And a couple of people who I know listen to the podcast and some people who uh, hadn't heard it before because I referenced that we did an episode about parenting a kid with ADHD. And a bunch of people said, literally, somebody said it changed their life. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I've had a couple messages from people and I really loved hearing it. Where they're like, wow, that just like, you know, it snapped in my head. Made something click for me, yeah. Right. Maybe that there's something, you know, where they're like, and now we're going to get evaluation. I feel like we've gotten between us a good handful of those. And I think that's so amazing. I mean, if you haven't heard the ADHD episode, you should check it out, even just to understand some other kids, you know, in the world. Yeah, Um, I'm gonna put um I'm gonna put a bunch of my ADHD things into one of my highlights, um, oh, which will include, really which will include a link to the podcast. Um, right. And in fact, actually, I should have some of the podcast stuff in my highlights, but I've never done that because I'm not a smart man, as we've yeah, no, I mean marketing man, marketing promote um, work with us. So I forgot what else I was gonna say, you know? Yes, right. We're awesome and we're changing lives. To summarize, um, just don't go to that episode looking for actual advice. Oh, no. So the thing I think that people appreciate a lot, and I did this on my stories yesterday because a lot of people asked me how I knew, how old was he when we first saw him? We talked about this on the episode. How old was he when we first noticed signs and what were the signs we noticed? Um, And I think what's really resonating to people is that the signs we noticed weren't necessarily the typical, stereotypical ones. People who don't, aren't associated with ADHD would consider to be red flags of ADHD. But, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Everything's a little different. So we talk about that a lot on the episode and my recent Instagram posts. Um, and, again, I'm going to make – at some point within the next two to two to uh, ten years, I'll make that a story, a highlight on Instagram. I don't know when I'm going to get to that. I'll do my best. But tonight, we're not going to be complaining about how hard it is to raise a kid with ADHD. We're going to be complaining about each other. Yay! And the parenting bullshit um, each of us pulls – and that you, uh, the listeners, you and your uh, partners pull on each other. Predominantly you, women chiming in on this one, I've got to say. Did you uh, choose this topic because it's my birthday and it's like a gift for me? It was my, because it was my birthday this week? 
No, I didn't. I chose the topic because I was talking to somebody about fantasy football or we were with our friends and our friend's wife was like, oh, do you do fantasy football too? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, what do you think? The only thing you, your husband and I have been talking about this entire time. And she just kind of rolled her eyes. And I was like, oh, yeah, women or wives hate when their husbands talk about fantasy football. It's like it's like telling somebody about your dream. It's absolutely meaningless to them. And yes, that that yeah. I would say. But I have to say of my long list of complaints, it's really low at the bottom. It's All like right. really well, we're, low. We're going to get. You're going to have your chance to shine and lay out your hierarchy of things you hate about me as a parent, not as a spouse, as a okay, parent and a parenting I, partner. I'm, we're going to have to get back to that at another time. I think the people need it. The people demand to hear that their relationship is not as crazy as they think. Look, <laughs> this is this is the dad and buried podcast, not the mom and buried podcast. So I'll tell you what the people demand, okay? We'll be right, right back after this. All right, welcome back to the Dadbury Podcast. As we said at the top tonight, we're gonna be talking about the parenting bullshit our partners pull. You like that? little alliterative the b is almost like a p so that it works working overtime on that one um i do want to say uh we want to thank everybody for listening i know the last episode was a little bit delayed because of some technical difficulties on uh, on p10 with his computer but we finally got it out the other day go check that out it's about the history of parenting it was actually a pretty interesting topic and we were pretty serious throughout it although we did mention furries um at some point so that was fun and pete did a michael kane impression which was actually Started poorly, but uh, it came back around pretty strong. Um, so this week, we're going to be uh, insulting each other mostly, or fine, complaining about each other. What are you looking at, lady? Notes. Get on with it. Focus up. So before we get into that, I want to thank everybody for listening. You can hear us on Apple, Spotify, everywhere else. Get your podcasts. You can listen. You can even watch on YouTube if you want to see my sweet Dolphins hat as they hit five and three around the corner to try to make the playoffs two a time. Um, and you can put leave uh, individual or comments on individual episodes. As always, want to thank everybody who throws us uh, reviews and ratings on Spotify and Apple, and especially people who throw money in on Patreon and Anchor. Going to run through them like I always do. Ryan Miller on MS Buying on Anchor. Molly Robertson, check your kids at the door. Chris Coleman, MC Daniel, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, and Tina Davis for the first tier of Anchor. And then the rest are Rob Gilberry, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bosday. Uh, she's a very loyal follower. Jacques Govar, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer, AZ, West Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, Paul Wapolsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Thank you one and all. I don't know how many of these people contributed uh, complaints about their spouses, um, but I'm sure a couple of them did because a handful of these people are really loyal commenters. And a couple of people send me DMs because I encourage people if it's too long, send me a DM. But then when I get so many comments, I don't always end up going to my DMs. So if you sent me a DM, there's a good chance I'm not going to read it today. Apologies in advance. So before we get into other people's comments, I did want to ask Heather. I want to hear the hierarchy. Ten to one, starting from the thing that least bothers you to the thing that most bothers you about my parenting. Let's hear it. About parenting. I, you, I can't do all ten. I mean, I think... That you heard it here, folks. She does not have ten complaints about me. No, I, I, it's just very hard to rank on the spot. 
That being said, I think that we all know number one, which is, which is, I guess, the reverse of what you're saying. One is, I think you go zero to 60 and you will yell quicker than the situation demands. And that with, especially with our kids who are sensitive, especially an ADHD kid, it often makes the whole house tail spin. And then it's becomes a bigger deal than it had to be, in my honest opinion. So I am the, the cause of and solution to all of our family's problems is what you're saying. Could I send our home. Remind me on the solution, solution part. She said, you said, I send our entire family into a tailspin. What a wonderful <laughs> thing to hear. Let's just okay. get started. Let's go strong. I think we just did. You're sending this whole episode into a tailspin. Um, so as I said at the top, I realized after I got all of these responses that there are a lot more women, um, at the very least, willing to complain about their partners um, than there are men. I don't know that that necessarily makes women more dissatisfied or more angry, but they're certainly more vocal. Um, and it's also because I have mostly women followers, but I do think that holds up, that holds to be true in general. Um, but, you know, maybe that's just because we're not pulling our weight out there, guys. You know, maybe this is a, this is a teaching moment. That's what this episode's all about. It's a teaching moment for uh, for men and just spouses who get complained about to, to work on themselves. The more you know. Wow. And knowing is half the battle. So are we going to get started on this? I, I, we mean, are I get feel started. like this whole top 10 idea is more like, as we hear from other people, I'm sure I will be able to relate. And we can. All right. Well, that. okay. So here you go. Can you relate to this? Brickner's baby doll underscore 90 said, and I the question I asked was, you know, what do you hate most about? What stuff do you hate most about your spouse's parenting or your partner's parenting? And Brickner's baby doll underscore 90 said everything, period. He tries, <laughs> he tries, but it's honestly never right. It's actually quite funny, not going to lie. <laughs> and I like, I think, first of all, I think trying is by far the most important part. Um, the second most important part is that she thinks it's funny <laughs> because if I he mean, was failing at everything. I mean, that's a good adaptive. If, if, if he was really failing at everything and she didn't think it was funny, then uh, that would be a recipe for disaster. Um, but I think effort is the main thing. Nobody is good at this from the start. And I would say in a lot of cases, um, women adapt or take to parenting a little bit more naturally than some men, although that's certainly not entirely true. There's plenty of women out there who hate parenting as much as I do. Well, I mean, I think that, and as you know, there's plenty of things about parenting I hate. And I will be, you know, walking away from the kid and I'll be like, that little pain in the ass under my breath. Like, even if I'm not saying it to their face, I'm cursing them behind their back. Yes. Um, well, you often curse in their faces as well. You often I, curse in their faces as well. Not at them, just around them. Yeah. No, I have no problem with that. I know I feel you like, don't. whatever. It's just not one of my, my goals. Yeah, you um, fly that fuck flag. Um, what? <laughs> um, that's... I feel it's a little harsh to say nothing. <laughs> I'm glad that they Well, are she didn't say nothing. She said everything. She said everything. everything. Right. I'm sorry. Makes her annoyed or angry. Everything. Because um, there is some subjectiveness, right, to, like, what you think is right or wrong. Um, sure. Sure. But, but I don't think this... But these... I mean, as long... It sounds like they have a good rapport about it, and that's what matters. If they can laugh through it. And I, I can agree that there are definitely things... 
that I've seen you do that I'm like, are you insane? Like, especially when you have like a baby or something, you know what I mean? I remember like you had no idea how to change a diaper. It was just like, you had no idea. And I was like, why would I? How do you not know? What do you mean? You had younger sisters and younger siblings. I didn't. I wasn't around any babies my entire life. Why would I have any okay. idea? Okay, fair enough. I mean, I get the point, but it's just mind-blowing in the moment that I'm like, dude. <laughs> and that was funny. Some of those things were really funny. It's just like, like watching a monkey with a baby, you know? No, what was funny was before we even had kids of our own and our good oh, friends, God. Brendan and Jamie had their kid and we were at their house for like their holiday party or for a football game or something. This is when we still lived in Boston. And I grabbed their kid who was like 10 months old. And when he Wait, had yeah, those, nine months old, I would say. Had one of those helmets on because like a lot of kids, we knew a ton of, of kids just because the way they slept, the right, doctors gave them helmets to reshape their heads. And I was holding this kid and I think Thank I was God. in like a, a, an Eagles jersey or something at some point. I was holding him and I'm like, okay, I'm done with the baby. And I just set him on his feet <laughs> and let go. And he just went, Timber. <laughs> totally. The kid just fell like a rock, just down, face down to the ground because nine-month-olds can't walk. So this is not only a situation that could have ended um, my friend, my friendship with people that I'd known for quite a long time, including, you know, Brendan, who I'd known since freshman year of college, but it also could have ended my freedom. Like that's potentially a manslaughter right there with what I'm doing. But he was wearing the helmet. Yeah, and when he hit, the helmet bro broke his fall his and stopped head. his face. He got hit, stopped his face. From flathead. Um, and I, in Brendan and Jamie's defense, he was definitely in a Patriots jersey. Come on. Yeah. You know what they would I'm have to do. I'm not saying, look, nobody's saying he didn't deserve it. I'm just saying I didn't know that he couldn't stand at the moment. <laughs> he, the kid is perfectly fine. He's perfectly healthy. He's, he's very, a very bright. smart kid. Right. Comically bad, though. Comically bad moment. It was, but, but on my part, not on his. He was actually yeah. quite a trooper. Um, so, okay, I thought these next two. So I tried to break these into a little bit of, of categories, but mostly it broke down to random stuff, which we'll start to run through a little bit at the end. But uh, the, these two kind of went together pretty well. Adriana Bits, B-I-T-Z, said she gets frustrated with her husband, who when he comes home, he gets frustrated with the kids after 15 minutes of being with them, after she's been with them all day. And she's like, you know, no, you don't get to like object after 15 minutes when you've got this tiny sample size with it. When I've been in hell with these gremlins, I heard somebody on Instagram referred to them as womb gremlins. For those yes. who have never heard that before. You like that one? I did like that one. Um, so I think women or even whoever's at home with the kids gets really frustrated if they've been dealing with this shit all day and then someone else swoops in and then gets pissed off in 15 minutes. You complete you you think that about me sometimes when back when I was leaving the house for work, which is, hasn't been the case since March. Yeah, well, either that like, and there's a lot of memes I know that go around about that. So I don't think it's a you know, it's, I think a lot of people relate, but well, oh. that, ahead. yes, getting irritated. The other thing that actually bothers me actually sometimes still applies because you, as you know, when you're working, you're really busy and you're pretty much like in your office, you're in your space, you're working. So I'm dealing with most of the homeschool, not to say you don't help when you can, um, and the kids all day. But then it'll be like quitting time for work. So now you can finally turn off your computer, power down. But that's also like dinner time for kids and the witching hour when kids go insane. And you'll like lay down on the bed and look at your phone. And I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm tired. I'm <laughs> huh? tired. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> you almost did it. 
You almost did it. <laughs> so we got another comment, which I thought went pretty well with the Adriana Fitz's one, which is notes from Gail. She says she gets frustrated at her husband when he takes charge of the room when where she's been wrangling the kids all day. She gets annoyed that he doesn't ask for an assessment first. So he's supposed to come in and see what's going on. And then for whatever reason, he's like, all right, we're doing this or you're in trouble for that. Or I don't even know. I'm, she wants I'm him. confused by this one. So am I. And sometimes when I get something that's confusing, I purposely don't ask the person for an explanation. I can't do that with, through Instagram. Sometimes I just want to I just want to act like there's no real reason for it and, and complain, which is what I'm going to do right now. So she expects him to walk in and like she's like the um, the, the the foreman at the construction site. And he's supposed to be like, excuse me, excuse me. You know, <laughs> what's the status here? What's going on? With the kids? <laughs> right, right. What can I do? What can't I do? Um, Where are we at? Where are we at? Um, I'm usually like it's pretty evident where we're at and it's usually shit show o'clock by the time the other person gets home from work in my experience. Yeah well as we said at the top um, you know subtlety is not exactly your middle name so I can usually <laughs> tell pretty easily um, nope. you know what the lay of the land is. Um, so probably the most popular one so many people listed it I'm not even going to say any of their names was they get irritated with their partner, usually the guy, um, for riling the kids up right at bedtime, like doing WrestleMania or wrestling with them or going crazy and like getting the kids all jacked up right at bed, which is when everybody's at the end of their rope and, and wants to settle down and watch alone time, wants the kids to be out of there. This doesn't happen in our house. No, because it does not. I will say a million percent, you're in more of a stagnant position. <laughs> you're not riling anyone up. The kid, first of all, the kids don't need no, Riley. I mean, up. you help with the actual bedtime, but it's more like, go the fuck to sleep. Good night. <laughs> and then that's it. No, that was last night because I was I was pissed off. Um, but it does take a long time. But with the, the the bedtime routine, and I imagine when you get the kids all adrenalized and going crazy, it's even worse. Our kids don't need riling up. They're naturally just like live wires between all like six thirty and nine. I will say that, like, at nighttime, they always get all amped up for some reason. I yeah. think, like, you know, maybe it's them getting loopy or whatever it is. But, they, like, they want to play a tap with you. They want to yeah. wrestle with you. And you're like, that's the last thing on earth I would like to do right now. So yeah, this well, is not think, a problem we have. At the end of a long day of parenting or working or doing both, you know, that's, yeah, I'm not normally in the mood to be like, you know, th that's when I'm spent. And for some reason, they have more energy than ever. Um, and I am not. Homie don't play that, as the kids yeah. say these days. Yeah, that's what yeah. the kids say these days. That's yeah. right. Homie don't, homie, don't, homie don't play that. Probably most of this audience don't even know what you're talking about. There's no idea what I'm talking Zero about. Zero idea. Homie don't play that. So another popular one was, um, and, and this was the men and the, and the women both chimed in on this one. They're irritated when their partner... Uh, husband, spouse, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, octopus, uh, contradicts what they said to the kids. Um, and I can definitely understand that. If I say yes to something and you say, say yes to something and I say no, Miss Zamudio, Z-A-N-U-D-I-O says, after I tell our son no, right in front of my husband, my husband tells him yes. Now that I think is less about discipline and more about like, marital warfare right like you're doing that on purpose 
whether you're trying to exert control and earn favor with the kid or you just want to, you know, it's just an F you to the man, you know? Oh, I don't know. That's not, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not going to go therapy on the couple. I think oh, I like there could be, for instance, like, you know, a situation of like, okay, can I have a cookie, mom? No. And the dad will be like, oh, it's okay. It's just one cookie. Have a cookie. Like, it, it could be it, like yeah. that. Not, you know, I understand the concern, but it doesn't have to be like some deep-seated manipulation. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. Fair point. Michelle Sutters doesn't like when her partner overrules her with the kids. Will043 says, when I say yes or, nay to, yes or no to something, and she says the opposite. So now I just say, go ask your mom, which is which is effective. But, but the opposite happened to calm Dan J. He says he gets irritated at the go ask dad comment when like when it's clearly something the mom doesn't want to answer let somebody else handle this one go ask your dad and i think uh, both moms and dads are guilty of doing that now i feel like i i give you the floor because i think in between the like saying no or contradicting the spouse or the go ask dad you've got something you got something in here you could put on the table i could complain about you yeah I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I have nothing to complain about, honey. In this topic arena? I can't. There's only one. about truth. My primary complaint, I don't know if this is what you're talking about, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. My primary complaint is when you you um, criticize my parenting in front of the kids. That's my A number one complaint. I don't think it quite falls under this category. I don't know what you're getting at with this category. If you want to add more complaints to my file, (laughs) what do you got? Okay, fair enough. I don't, I think it's a little harsh to say I criticize your parenting, but yes, I will be like, calm down. You know what I mean? I'm not usually in your face and just going on some diatribe in front of the kids of like, what's wrong with you? But I understand that, yes. That I will try to simmer you down usually is my approach. And obviously it's not always the best approach. No, it is, it is never the best approach. How about that? <laughs> my apologies, but it's for pe- the listeners at home. It's not like I break out a whiteboard and start talking about. You create, you literally created, a, you literally created a meme showing somebody with a whiteboard marking points off between that was about your cleaning okay. specifically and that's i stand separate, by that one that's a separate topic fussy britches doesn't fussy britches one doesn't like it when her partner disagrees with her in front of the kids um i agree with that but it depends you know if if, if you're calling out somebody's parenting like like mama very often does to me that's one thing but you can have a disagreement it kind of depends on you know how you handle the discussion in front of the kids and you can model kind of good communication and problem solving and you know arguing is part of any relationship even a successful marriage you know so kids can can understand that look at me i'm coming with the wisdom okay um i would say disagreeing in front of the kids you're right no everybody argues that's why it's like open might as well talk about it um disagreeing in front of the kids i think a lot of times we're fairly good at that like we do it a little bit subtly and Okay. Never mind. We'll have to record. We'll have to record it next time. Um, so this is one you mentioned at the top. The next category is yelling too much. You mentioned this at the top. I, I certainly will cop to that. I yell too often. Um, but in, in my defense, as as L A M I N A 
NYC says her partner insists she doesn't yell at her four-year-old. And she says, is that even possible to not yell at a four-year-old? And I submit, no, it is not possible to not yell at your kids. And I'm sure there's people out there who are going to send me, you know, the non-yelling solution, the good parenting and all this crap. I don't care. I yell a little bit. I yell too much. I'm working on it. Get off my back, honey. I see you staring at me. <laughs> you do yell too much. And you have, like, a very powerful voice. And like I said, no, I you have sensitive kids. I, I particularly think that our four-year-old, like, when you yell at him, he's four, and it's very new to him. And he's I think it. yelling at a four-year-old might be a little bit much because his offenses are usually fairly minor. What about... Um, when he tells me about this last night what about when he tells me to my face that he doesn't like me well I, that's because you yelled at him <laughs> that's not, you know what it's the chicken and the egg folks yeah, I, don't know ever, I don't know that we'll ever get to the bottom of it andrea <laughs> andrea bjarn b what b-j-a-r-n says that she gets irritated when her partner hollers from afar and thinks the kids will listen our kids do that to us our oldest is constantly yelling at us from far away in the house, and it is so irritating. And we made the mistake of getting more than one Alexa Echo product. So now he uses them as intercoms throughout the house. Our house is not big enough to need intercoms, yeah. right? The point of, of using them as intercoms is to, like, have some separation and to be quiet. He, he uses them and yells through them, which just makes even the yelling works, everything about yeah, it works. Yeah, the fact he yells through him is a bit much. Well, and I like it for like, if he's downstairs and he's like, mom, I have a break in class. I want a sandwich or can you bring me a snack? Why can't he just That's use great. a bell? That was the slave. goal. Huh? Bring me my sandwich, bring me my sandwich, slave. He just needs a bell. Yeah, it, I like it for that. Or if I'm checking in with him even today, or it's like checking in his life, like, you know, I'm in a meeting, whatever. I like it for those purposes. When it's something like just completely ridiculous and repeated is where it goes wrong. But I also hated him yelling up like a flight of stairs from the other side of oh my God. downstairs. And it's just like, and he'll do it for a whole conversation. And the I'm, good news and is ends with me screaming like, come here if you want to talk. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the good news is he yells from downstairs and we yell at him to stop yelling um, and to yeah, come up. And yeah, it's just really, exactly. this is the tailspin. This is the tailspin you were talking about. So another big category was um, arguments over discipline, right? Um, Fox's mama, F-O-X-S mama, says that her partner is very quick with criticism and way too slow to praise and celebrate. I don't want to get off topic. Uh, off the subtopic of the show, which is about how I'm terrible at parenting. So let's talk about how that is very much a, one of the complaints you have about me, that I don't praise the kids enough, um, especially our eldest, and I'm really quick with the criticism. Um, you know, it's just because I expect more from a varsity letterman. You know, I got high hopes for my kids. I realize it, but I, a rule of thumb, because hearkening back to that ADHD episode, is because of the anxiety they have and the low self-esteem they say basically for every time you are saying something negative yeah. to an ADHD kid you should give 10 you know it doesn't have to be a party in his honor but 10 you know reinforcements of celebrating po positive things and I mean I I try and I know I fall short of certainly the 10 number for every single yeah that's thing. hard man um yeah. but you know yeah <laughs> 
you're working on trying to do more of that because I do, we do see that he like lights up when he gets back mm -hmm. and yeah. I, that's well, sometimes hard sense. to do especially this year with all the everything it makes sense because m myself my love language is words of affirmation right so I light up as well when I get a compliment don't give me compliments people it makes me very uncomfortable but inside my heart glows like ET so this big list of disciplinary really? um calm down this big list I, of, I, oh, as I'm people say, to, you I'm don't smile. We don't. I'm supposed to know. I'm supposed to know your multiple love languages, and you don't even know my primary one. Hurtful. No, I know so, it. I know what it is. But saying you glow inside is not my experience. But it's good to hear. It was a joke. I don't have insides. Dreamstar <laughs> underscore TT says her partner ignores annoying behavior until he ultimately explodes and makes ridiculous punishments that he won't follow through with. And then she ends up dealing with the aftermath while he goes back to ignoring shit. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Can you have something to say? Yeah, I got things to say. Are these just all like number you? two? Would Are these still all on you? the list? Did you use 30 aliases, fake dummy Instagram <laughs> accounts just to criticize me? I set up 30, what are they called? Like, what do you call a Finsta. fake Instagram? Finsta. Finsta, 30 Finstas just to complain about you on paper. Um, this one, though, first of all, annoying behavior, you don't ignore it. Ignore it. You'll be like immediately like, stop doing that thing. It's annoying. Me, I think it's it annoying. becomes white noise at this point. Someone else it's, says that later. Yeah. Um, Here. Ali Fraser, Fraser 921 says, um, why can't he tune out their crying and whining by now like I do? Which is kind of what you were talking about. Well, yeah, especially like, you know, our kid will be fidgety or he'll just be like making weird noises or whatever. And you'll get annoyed by it. And I'm like, dude, that's like the least of my complaints. I'm not even going to. It is not a hill I'm willing to die on. That's how but, I feel know, a lot of times. We're and different people. And you're ready yeah. to take every hill. Bring on the battles. Not every Come hill. On. Not every hill. If they um, leave the milk downstairs again, though. Oh my god. You with the milk. Um, the ridiculous <laughs> punishment, yes, a million percent all the time. <sighs> you will be like, you're like to the four year old yesterday, you're gonna be punished. And then you walked away and I'm just like, no. you have no plans. <laughs> this was when you criticized my parenting in front of the kids. This is where we <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Last night we had an argument where we like hit all the notches, just like check. Check all those. Yeah, it was great. Us. So we're really nailing it. But I will I say, enjoyed it. Um, you will say you're going to be punished or whatever and not follow through. And I think that personally, I mean, and they do say this in the books back when I read the books, is that the biggest problem with that is they're just not going to believe you. And yeah. then you're hurting yourself. They're the just crying like, wolf. I know better. So fuck it. I'm going to do this all the time. I don't care what he says. He's not well, going to do it. A couple of people said the same thing, that their partner uh, threatens punishments but then doesn't follow through, which, and I have long said that my biggest problem as a parent, um, aside from the yelling and the um, quick with criticism and not following through and making ridiculous punishments, and, and <laughs> aside from all that. <laughs> I'm like choking on my cocktail here. My but yeah, besides problem. from those things, yes. Is a uh, lack of consistency with my messaging, um, with my reactions, um, and I think that that is kind of really maybe one of the most important things because if kids kind of know what to expect, that's both 
it's positive in terms of how they behave, but it's like safety for them too. You know, they're not blindsided and they're, they're not, they're not so unsettled, but it can still cause, you know, positive things. I mean, what? I think you've even done this in reverse. I remember one morning you being like, that's it. I am writing a list. I am writing a list of the rules. And if you break the rules, you don't get any screens. You have to talk about this list. How's that list coming? How's it coming? All right. So the next topic <laughs> is um, somebody just said it's not so much what my spouse or my partner does. It's more what they don't do. Mom underscore boss underscore double X says he does nothing, and it drives me crazy. Yes, that would drive me crazy. Yeah, Lazzy Bumble says, I like how specific this one is. He never brushes our daughter's hair. He just puts a tie in the bottom, and it looks like a nest. First of all, is that my mom? Because my mom likes to call uh, messy hair nests. Lazzy Bumble, oh my God. I don't believe. No, um, my mom would, too, because she would say, I don't brush my hair when I was like, I don't know, old enough to brush my hair, and it, she would say that. It looks like a so, rat's nest is what she would say, a rat's nest. This one goes with it because Beverly Jane 42 says she gets annoyed when her partner dresses their kids in ill-fitting and mismatched clothes to go out somewhere. I do that. Not necessarily. I, I don't do it on purpose, but I don't care if their PJs are matched or if their clothes are matched for the most part. If we're going to, like, you know, Thanksgiving or to get our pictures taken, sure. But otherwise, who gives a shit? It's a four-year-old, even an eight-year-old. Who cares what this kid is wearing? Okay, this is how we solve this problem, Beverly Jane. I lay out the clothes, <laughs> and Dad and Barry will dress him. First of all, I would never trust you to dress him for Thanksgiving, for sure, please. <laughs> when I do dress him, you immediately change their clothes. So what is the point? That's why I lay it out now, like I'm working with a toddler. And I'm not no. talking about the toddler. Yeah, honestly. Unbelievable. All right. So, look, there, there, there were some recurring themes and stuff. We mentioned a few of them. Um, but most of the complaints and the ones that I got the most kick out of were some random ones. Um, now, again, this isn't a marriage complaint podcast episode, but I thought this was funny when Marty Mark 242 says when, when his wife is making cup of noodles or ramen for the kids, she uses the microwave instead of boiling the water. Some reason that drives him crazy. Um, I we've started using the microwave for the ramen when I was growing percent. up, when I was making it for myself as a bachelor, eating my gourmet ramen. Um, I always use the stove. But now I don't care. What do my kids care? Uh, quicker, the yeah. better. Less dishes, I mean, cheaper dishes. Honestly, if the kid's eating like 20 cent ramen, what the hell's boiling the water going to do? I mean, it's fucking ramen. Just yeah, he should in the microwave. It's over he, for you. Why even put water in at all? Just make the kids a cracker, eat it. Seriously, it's just whatever. Just, and snort the seasoning packet. Yeah, here's Zana, your sodium. Xana Rudolph. And, and to be fair, let I want Marty Mart to know that we let our kid eat ramen. I'm not saying don't do it. I just say oh. let's have the standards lowered yeah. a bit. <laughs> this isn't some kind of like moral judgment on what you're feeding your kids, but I don't think it matters if you're using the uh, the microwave or the oven. Your, your Viking stovetop. So Zana Rudolph, and look, I want to, before I read her comment, I do want to say I don't condone this. I think it can send negative messages to kids in terms of, um, you know, respecting women and, and your wife and, and their mom. Um, but I also think it's hilarious. <laughs> she gets oh, yeah, annoyed. I don't like this one at she all. She gets annoyed at her partner for making the crazy twirly hand gesture to the kids when she's talking to them. <laughs> so whenever she's being like, all right, kid, you got to do this. And he's going, whoo, whoo, whoo. Yeah. I mean, look, it's funny, but I understand you I, don't want your kids to grow up with that kind of uh I have to say, when I read that note earlier, 
and I pictured it in my head. I would literally murder you if yeah. you ever fucking did that. that I would knew. pissed me off so much because it's showing disrespect towards your mother. And yes. you know what? And women. Xander Rudolph, fucking punch him next time he does it. Like, this so is that's why. That's why I prefaced that with the disclaimer. I know that it can potentially have bad consequences, you know, but I also think the image of it happening is is sort of funny in the moment. Maybe sort of funny, but if I were a judge and you murdered him for that, I'd be like, case over. Well, like, you know absolutely. Zana Rudolph, maybe you, she better hope you go to law school. Justice um, was served. <laughs> so um, Mountain Bound 84, MTN underscore Bound 84 says that her spouse or her a partner uses noise canceling earphones to drain out screaming kids. Oh. This guy just sounds like a genius. I just want to hang out with him. Interesting. What? So ever since like quarantine began and you're this home all the time, thing. you will have ear pods in all the time. I will talk to you for five minutes and then I'm like, are you listening to a fucking no. podcast? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'll have one in. And it's usually when I'm either emptying the dishwasher, which I do exclusively, or doing the dishes because our dishwasher is now broken, which I do exclusively, or sometimes folding the laundry or doing the laundry. It's while it's used, almost always while I'm doing a mundane task of some kind or running to the corner store to get you a vitamin water or some junior mints or something. So, yeah, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I'm not using it to drown out the kids. I'm multitasking when I have a minute. Okay. You know... Kudos on the dishes, because I know that some people would complain their spouse does not do that. It is usually cleaning up one of the three meals I end up making most of the fucking time because it's goddamn quarantine. So, fair enough. Um, Sometimes you will just leave them in, though, indefinitely. And maybe sometimes you don't even have something on. I don't. It's the point that I assume you do, and I get sick of talking to you. It's a win-win. You win that one. I had a friend who used to, uh, every once in a while, if he, was, if he was at a bar after work, like waiting for his buddies to get off their work and come meet him, he would just have headphones in so no one would talk to him, even with nothing, even with nothing playing. I don't know why you wouldn't have anything playing. Um, Ashley, this is kind of goes along with that. Ashley AV01 leaves me in the trenches taking grenades, a.k.a. hears me struggling and hides. So mountain bound. Her her partner is um, avoiding duties by blocking the kids out with that genius method of, of noise canceling earphones. This guy is just Ashley Eva's guy or Ashley Ave is just running away. <laughs> apparently. I mean, I love that phrase. Leaves me in the trenches taking grenades. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Um, that's interesting. I mean, well, I don't know. Have you ever done that? No, but I have done this next one, and they all kind of go together in terms of like Wait, husbands I will say one their thing. responsibilities a little bit. I will say one thing to the grenades thing. A time or two, I've gotten into the shower, and I take fairly quick showers, unlike down in Barry, who disappears for 45 minutes. Look, you got and me the beer caddy. Pretty much, huh? You got me the shower beer caddy, so on you that's that's true like my shower is like oh my god quick before someone comes in wash quickly and like you know so i know a time or two i've been in the shower for whatever reason something goes down out here and i'll be like i'll take a minute i'll take a minute <laughs> see if i show up you mean well i'll just like say i can i can elongate this shower sure. for a minute or two i don't You're need to be out there yeah 
You like to make yourself a martyr sometimes by running out and doing it and then complaining that you had to run out and do it. Guess what? You didn't have to, okay? But Coles 227 says when she asks her husband to do something, it really annoys her when he says, but they want you. First of all, it's often oh. the case. First of all, it's often the case. My kid kid fell down on the stairs today, and I, I immediately Johnny on the spot to comfort him. And I'm like, oh, are you okay? You want some ice? You want something? He goes, no, I want snuggles from mommy in the other room. And I got to bring them to you and drop them off by a goddamn taxi service because daddy's <laughs> hugs aren't nice enough. Give me a break. Yeah, they want you. Okay. Than not. It's a double-edged okay. sword for both of us. No. Okay, so I don't mind when they want me for cuddles or kiss a boo-boo. Oh, of course like, you don't. I get that. That's fine. But the thing that it's kind of related to this, you don't quite do that. You know, they want you. But sometimes I'll walk in and be like, you know, have, have they brushed your teeth yet? Like maybe I was doing something else. And you were like, nope, they don't want to. Or <laughs> oh, <give me laughs> I a told break. them they didn't do it. And I'll be like, you're the fucking father. This is Just some bullshit. Just make them do it. That is do bullshit. this. No, it's, it's not that. It's not that I'm taking their word as answer, like, oh, no, they don't want to, so we're not going to do it. It's more like they're giving me a problem, so I'm holding off rather than going berserk on them for giving me the problem. So I'm just giving it a few minutes. But first, but I want to get back to this. I want to get back to this. Our four-year-old is, is potty trained, but he can't yet wipe his own butt. 99.5% of the time, I'm the butt wiper. Let's, can we just agree? <laughs> can we agree? I do the dishes, I, I do the laundry, know. I'm wiping butts. I need to get some damn credit around here. I'm wiping butts left and right. I like to right. you wipe his ass, but he won't snuggle you. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the most depressing podcast I've ever heard of this little jerk servant. I wipe the kid's ass, and he says, I don't like you, and makes me deliver him to you for snuggles. God damn it. So... <laughs> Danny, Danny H824 says she gets annoyed when her husband asks her what the kids want to eat instead of asking them because they're six and three and can speak for themselves. I'm on her husband's side because I don't care what my kids want to eat. You get what you get and you don't get upset, right? Sure. Oh, please. I'm just saying. I mean, lately, I'm pretty much the one who makes breakfast all the time. I wrote a blog post years ago about um, how kids' opinions are worthless. And when a kid tells you what he wants to do that day, like fucking go to the zoo, guess what? We're not going to the zoo. We're doing something that we can handle, right? The zoo's fucking closed, Ray. Okay, right? okay but let's be honest. I want to take them to the zoo, so we just end up going to the zoo anyway. This is the problem. This is I the problem. Know. I'm too invested as a parent. Um, <laughs> that is a problem. So this is a great one. Golly G. Jilly. Golly G. Gilly with a gee says that what annoys her is his lack of awareness about where the kids are. The baby could disappear and he wouldn't know. <laughs> well, here's hoping the baby doesn't disappear. That was funny. This is something I do sometimes. Becca 171622 says her kid will ask the dad where stuff is and he will just give her off the wall answers. So just like instead of answering, he'll just say some nonsense, um, which on one hand could, you know, set the kid up for failure later in life if she thinks like, you know, babies come from winning video games or some bullshit, right? Like if she honestly believes the stuff that he's saying. Right. But if he's just saying nonsense to give her a couple of, you know, shits and giggles, I don't have a problem with it. You don't have an sure. opinion on that? No, I mean, what Dad and Barry does here is not necessarily off the wall answers, but 
but he's got the four-year-old just spouting out random ass movie quotes from like the <laughs> 90s where the kid, I'll ask the kid a question and I hear like why is that in the money box no one knows the flies in the money box the absolute best is lately I've got him doing a, are you sure about that five minutes from my cousin Vinny <laughs> are you Which sure about from that what? my cousin Vinny he said, okay. do the laws of physics cease to exist on your stove? Okay. But it takes the rest of the world 15 to 20 minutes to cook their grits? Are you sure about that five minutes? God, that movie's great. I could watch that right now. Sarah dot underscore Ortega underscore says that her partner always forgets our kids' ages. Man, you were there when they were made and born. I thought that was a funny line that she said that. Um, I don't think it's about not remembering the moments, the events. But you know, I mean, I don't you remember, remember their saying. birthdays, right? Yeah, I remember my kids' birthdays. I'm an excellent father and husband, but I'm saying it's I don't blame this dude, right? I forget my own age sometimes. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah, but We're that's old. only to my advantage at this point. <laughs> Faye K. Rue says she's annoyed that her partner uh, gives her daughter chocolate whenever she cries, so that's going to start a complex. Um, but it is a good solution. <laughs> I hope it's like I hope it's she's like a baby and he just shoves it in her mouth. That would be funny. Um, Kimmy G. Smith, this is good. Her spouse, her partner, asks the kids about things she's trying to make them forget about, <laughs> which I think is good. Like, why you gotta bring that up? I had the kid calm down because sometimes the kids won't stop asking for the ask for things, and if you can distract them and get them to forget about it, well, and mean, then somebody I... else comes in. Well, I think like a lot of parents, right, will promise something and be like, well, later oh, sure. we'll go to the playground. Later we'll go to the playground. So if you were to walk in and be like, hey, when are you going to the playground? And be like, God damn it. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. that. Well, that's funny because CLM, CLMF100 says that her partner tells the kids about grand plans when there's a chance they might not happen, which is kind of the same thing. Like, it's better to not bring this stuff up and like maybe spring it on the kids than get them excited about it. Because when Saturday comes around and you're hungover and you don't want to do it, the last thing you need is them crying. Because you promised. Oh, my God. I hate hearing our kids say that we promised about something. Because we haven't promised. We're almost always honest and being like, maybe we'll see. But they take that as an ironclad blood oath. Oh, if you say the words, it's yeah. an ironclad blood oath. So, yeah, that's tricky. You just have to just bring it on them. So this is a complaint that you probably agree with, um, although I heard this from both genders, both husbands and wives. Um, more to Kai says he is on the toilet all the time. Yeah. You know what? Maybe he has IBS or something. It's no laughing matter. I mean, I've actually never heard the complaint of a man saying the wife is on the toilet all the time. That's Somebody surprising said to me because... That's just, I mean, I think they, the women should probably get that checked out. With the men, we just know it's them being assholes, you know? Wow. Like, wow. That's you will disappear. Like I said, um, your showers will take an extraordinary amount of time. My and undercarriage, so the undercarriage takes some time to clean. I That's mean, the showers. I definitely walked in and been like, Okay, it's unhealthy to just sit on a toilet this long. Why are you walking in? Why are you yeah, I walking in? It's just, I demand <laughs> I privacy. You were say that because you know what? Somewhere in that 45 minutes, I have to get shit out of the bathroom. You know? You know what? And I don't... Everyone should have a rule because everyone knows that they do it. 
or their spouse does it's it. Not all the they men. bring their fucking iPhone or their phone in the bathroom, and we all know what you're doing. You can't scroll Instagram and take a dump. I just don't think it's physically possible. I think there huh? should be a law. Are you serious? That the phone cannot go in the bathroom because one, it's a distraction, and two, it's just fucking gross. First of all, you do it. Yeah. Second of all, everybody does it. If I put up a poll, it would be like 83% except for the people who are scared to admit it, like Trump voters. We should cease that. We should just call that off. We're a nation of uh, phone shitters, Heather. Yeah? Yeah. That's a little relationship callback for you and me. Earning some points back. Um, That was pretty much it, unless there were any other comments or complaints you wanted to bring up, either on the list that I may have skipped or about me. I know you have a lot more, some maybe some well, new I mean, ones that came up on this episode. Somewhere in the middle, when you were saying, you know, what I'm really bad about besides this and this and this, like you just dropped the top ten right in the middle of this. It so was a joke. Rewind, guys, and you oh can hear God. the top ten complaints. Um, but what about you? Do you want to throw some complaints out there for me? Um, well, you complain about my parenting um, a lot more than I complain about yours. And then I said that my general major complaint, which is um, uh, number one by far, is that you criticizing my parenting in front of the kids or criticizing a call I've made or something like that in front of the kids. Um, um, but I mean, I don't remember. I think, I think saying criticizing a call that you've made, right, is maybe more accurate. I'm not going through all the ways You fail as a parent. And I think you're a great parent. I think sometimes we have different parenting styles. So sometimes we have to work with that. Yeah. And I think I think both of us need to work on consistency. I think, again, I think that's pretty much the hardest thing in in parenting is is locking that down, at least for me, and just being consistent with your punishments and the discipline and how things work and, you know, having routines for bedtime and all that stuff so you can have some of that, which I think is very important, even more so for an ADHD kid. Um, but when it comes to you, I think that, um, sure, I, I, I may be more quick to punish and criticize, and I don't necessarily always have a plan for it, um, but you are also more quick to, uh, to you know, give leeway and, and let them do more stuff, and get away with more stuff, which is probably why they like you better. Well, maybe, possibly. I think, you know, Everyone's like childhood informs their parenting. We're not going to go down that road. Another but episode. For, huh? problems, the next episode is problems you have with your own parents. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do that one. Um, my family will never talk to me again. Not that they listen. To no, please. Um, that being said, listen? I will say, you know, when you say the consistency and the yelling and da da da, I mean. We've laughed about it that Dad and Mary is like up here. He's at 10, 0 to 10, right? He's at 10 most of the time where I might be at like 2, 2, 2, 2, 20. Yes. <laughs> Pete and I have talked about it. this. Both both Pete's wife and yourself have like he and I operate at a low simmer slash you know, a boil, you know, 7 to 10 pretty much at all times. And yeah. in both of our wives are at one or two. 95% of the time, but then when they explode, it's like, it's, it, you know, you can feel it in the entire neighborhood. It's like no your issue, <laughs> shit goes real yeah. bad real fast. It's frightening. Um, but I will say that, you know, every parent, you know, should give themselves a bit of a break right now, um, because as far as consistency 
or anything. Everyone is living through this time that is yeah. unfucking believable. I mean, a lot of us are with our kids and our spouse and everyone 24 7, 365. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely harder. Like, I've hit that 20 a lot more in the last nine months than I've hit it in my entire well, life. Well, you said uh, fairly recently, you were like, I just feel like, you know, I'm not being my best as a parent. I, my, I, my patience is shot. And I'm like, dude, we're with these kids every minute of every day. And we have been since March. Of course, your patience is shot. Everybody's yeah. is. Right. So I mean, that's just the way I will it is. Admit, I feel like a much worse parent than I was in like February, you know, and I think that that's a lot of that's really hard for a lot of parents, especially moms get like the mom guilt. So I'm going to give you all a pass on not being the absolute gold star parent right now, or at least give you good company because I'm there with you. Um, I don't know if that's better. (laughs) Solidarity. So that's kind of the main message I, I try to push on my Instagram as well as you, whether it's with, you know, other parents of kids with ADHD other parents who happen to have MS or another kind of um, immune compromising disease like yours. Which um, or to those other, who don't know, I have, yeah. Yeah, and other parents who are just at the end of their rope or just regular everyday parents, you know. it's uh, We're all in it together, and let's never forget uh, the kids are the true enemy, not each other. Right, right. We're, so, we're the team. Let's understand. MJ, I would say, though, overall, we're pretty good together. We balance each other out, even if it's not always like. Here's here here's what we're gonna do. In 20 years, um, yeah. we will talk to our kids' therapists, and we'll find out who won, me yeah. or you. <laughs> I'm and sure. You- well, they won't be able to tell us because you know patient secrecy agreements or whatever they're called. Um, but no, it'd be sure, like Don Draper. I'm sure at some point over a bottle of wine at Thanksgiving, they'll just tell us anyway. So <laughs> yeah. looking forward to it. That will be fun. Marathon All right, everybody. Life. Thanks for joining us. As always, you can you can find us both on Instagram, uh, Dad and Buried and Mom and Buried. We have separate accounts. We're never gonna have a joint right. account. To deal with we're it. We're not all weird. No, we're of not course. all weird. Um, <laughs> we're weird in our own unique ways. Uh, and you can find the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Please give us a rating um, and a review, and tell your friends. And check us out online. You can find us everywhere, not just Instagram. Uh, I'm even on TikTok, and I'm it's it's almost chapstick season again. So I'm gonna get my Tic Tac. TikTok, cook it up. All chat I'm not all on time. TikTok. It, that will, place gives me seizures. So. <laughs> we will catch you back here next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Bye.